All right, hello and welcome back to the Shakopee Podcast. We have another great guest here for us today to talk about the Scott County Mental Health Center. We have uh, Dr. Terry Raddatt, who obtained her PhD in clinical psychology from the University of South Dakota Department of Clinical Psychology and interned at Yale University Medical School. She is a licensed psychologist with clinical expertise, including diagnostic assessment, psychological evaluation, and therapy for children and adults with specialties in trauma, depression, anxiety, and cognitive behavioral treatment. Uh, Dr. Raddatz is the director of Scott County Medical Health Center, including the Connect Therapy Programs in the schools and Reflections Day Treatment Programs. Previous presentations include national school-based mental health conferences, Minnesota School Social Workers Association, American Psychological Association, and mental health, Minnesota Mental Health Conferences. She recently testified at the legislature regarding mental health issues. So I really, really thank you for taking the time and being with us today, Dr. Terry Raddatz. Oh, thank you for having me, Representative. Yeah, it is wonderful to have you here to talk about uh, mental health in Scott County. Mental health at the legislature was a big, uh, a big concern and a big discussion point. And so, it's, I really appreciate you taking your time to testify over there. And uh, also today, we're going to talk about the uh, Scott County Mental Health Center and just what uh, um, services are provided and that kind of thing. So, let's actually start there. So, what? happens at the Scott County Mental Health Center and what can people, what services are provided for uh, the people of Scott County? Oh, well, thank you for asking that. Um, people in Scott County are very uh, fortunate, I think, to have a local community mental health center. It's, um, it includes all of the services that you would typically think in a community mental health center, so individual therapy, group therapy, family therapy, couples. Also, we do a lot of psychological testing abilities testing, um, the kind of testing that can qualify people for services such as adult or children's case management or cognitive disabilities um, services. We do um, uh, lots of groups, and um, we have, um, as you mentioned, Reflections Day Treatment Program, which is a program for adolescents and children 10 and up um, who have um, significant mental health issues that are interfering with their ability to um, participate in school and do the things that children um, would typically do in family and with peers. And so um, that program has four therapists, um, and we're adding a fifth because we've had so many referrals. The goal of the program is, of course, to get kids back to their schools and family and community working um, and doing the things that um, they should be doing and doing well at it. So, um, And we also offer crisis services as well. So anyone can call in the mental health center, and we have a sliding fee based on income. Um, okay. So if you don't have, we 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 accept all insurances, um, and MA and Medicare. But if you don't have insurance for Scott County residents only, we offer a sliding fee based on need. So how are these services different from what is? Uh uh, available at a hospital or or that kind of uh, more formal medical center that people are used to really seeing. How is what you guys provide different or the same, or what what can people expect that way? Well, for uh, first of all, we're local, so one of the things that um, is important to people is that they can come to the mental health center here in Shakopee. Uh, we're at the government center, and they can have their services without, for instance, a child missing a whole day of school or someone missing a whole day of work because we're local. Um, We also 
as I said, provide a sliding fee so that people that um, don't have insurance, we can offer them services as well. But what we do there are at our mental health center, our outpatient mental health services, so all of our services are um, based in the clinic or at the home. And um, We don't uh, hospitalize people. People don't stay overnight. They come in either for a crisis appointment or a therapy appointment, um, or a lot of people come in for diagnostic assessments just to see what, what's going on and what services they need. So it's different in that they're, they're not at a hospital. They're outpatient, and they return home after the service. Got it. So what what does the mental health scene look like in Scott County and more specifically Shakopee? What, what kinds of issues are you seeing and what changes have you been seeing over the last uh, decade as as it uh, as we discuss mental health? Well, the trends that we're seeing are um, an increase in mental health needs. Um, we have um, services in most of the schools in Scott County um, and mm-hmm. Uh, we've been asked by the superintendents to provide services in the schools. So we, it's like a satellite clinic um, at the schools so that, um, like I said, kids don't have to go into Minneapolis to get therapy and miss a whole day of school. The therapists are there. We're seeing higher and higher needs, so we've added more and more therapists to the school programs. Um, so we're seeing more of uh, mostly anxiety and depression and a lot of um, trauma with kids and at younger ages. So um, I guess what I would say overall, the mental health center has grown substantially at the request of um, schools and our other partners. Um, and so mostly we're seeing just an increase in the need for mental health. I don't, mental health services. I don't know if it's, um, I think it's both. I was going to say, I don't know if it's that people recognize the need for mental health and mental health symptoms um, more than they did in the past or if there's more of those um, kinds of things happening. But I think it's really both, so that there's more um, awareness and also that there's an increase in the need. So where uh, that increase in the need, so let's just say, let's talk specifically, which I'll step back just a sec. I really, really commend Scott County and yourself for that uh, the push that you're doing in to be within the schools and making sure that those kids get the help and have access to the help that they, that they need. I guess I think that's a really critical piece of uh, how we help the mental health crisis that we're in today. So thank you very much for that work and for pushing on, on that and for school district, for all the work, school districts is a better way to say that for all the work that they're doing to recognize and realize that there are, is a need out there that we need to address. And so, what does that, let's talk a little more specifically about that in-school uh, piece as to what mm-hmm. what actually happens and what services are provided. How do people get into that if they need it? Uh, how does that work? Okay, sure. Yes, it's an excellent program, and the schools here are, um, are very excellent partners for us. We're very fortunate. Um, we've been lucky um, in that we have been partnering with the state for over 15 years, so I've been... Um, We've gotten uh, grants for SchoolLink Mental Health, and so that helps to um, support the the programs in the schools along with contracts with the schools, and then, of course, we bill insurance whenever um, the client has insurance so that we have a three-pronged approach to supporting these programs and bringing these services to the schools, which is why we've been able to grow so much. The program is essentially um, 
uh, our clinical services brought to the school. So we do all the things that we would do here when a, when the school or a parent sees the need with the child, whether they're seeing some symptoms or they wonder if there might be a mental health issue, they refer them to us, of course, with parents' permission, and we do a diagnostic assessment. We talk to the student and the parent and um, make a diagnosis and make recommendations. And if the recommendation is that they do therapy, then we provide individual therapy in the school. We do treatment planning with the parents, so the parents are always involved. With the younger kids, often the parents um, have a call weekly about how the child's doing. Um, we also can do family therapy if that's what's um, indicated. So the services look much like they would look here at the clinic. It's just um, really... Um, convenient and efficient as well as really effective to be embedded in the school where we're part of the, the school environment. Um, the stigma is reduced. There's less of an issue with um, no-shows and travel. And like I said, kids then just miss one class instead of missing, you know, half a day um, to get to a, a therapist outside of the school. Um, we work really closely with the school um, to uh, make sure that um, we're meeting the needs of the kids there and also are partnering with the school into what their needs are. And so the program really looks like a little mini mental health clinic that's moved into the school. But for the kids and the parents, it's much more integrated there and um, more generic and seamless for them. So you said early on there that uh, if parents are seeing signs of mental health uh, concerns and that kind of thing, what do what should parents look for? What are what are signs and symptoms of a a need for a child to see a, to at least go down that road to start looking at things? Well, usually um, it's if they notice a change. If uh, a child is um, suddenly withdrawing, if their grades are dropping, if they're not as interested in things they used to be, friends, um, sports, Girl Scouts, Boy Boy Scouts, any of the activities that they had before, or even in their interaction with family, where if they seem um, frightened or if they uh, are more anxious about things, a lot of the kids that we see um, suddenly or have always avoided school, it's really hard to get them to school, and once you get them there, to get them to class. Um, For whatever reason, there are many reasons that kids can have anxiety about school, so those sorts of things, mostly if there's a change, um, they seem um, different than they were before, or if the child's really young, if they're just not doing things um, developmentally that you would expect um, for a child that age, they seem different than other kids. They might be more fearful or more withdrawn. Um, then it's always good to have them just for us to take a look at them and um, interview the parents and get a diagnostic um, interview done. Is there any certain age that's uh, that's a beginning point, or is there kids that are too young to be concerned about mental health issues, or how does that work? Uh, well, we really we see kids um, preschool on up, so it um, there isn't any specific age. Uh, we can we we we're seeing younger and younger kids that are having more trouble self-soothing. Um, so we're hearing from the schools too that. Sometimes kids are entering preschool or kindergarten and they just haven't um, learned coping skills for how to kind of handle frustration or um, 
they feel anxious about things. And so we can um, do lots of things working with the family and working with the child, even when they're really young. Got it. Perfect. So who do, who do parents contact that just call, call the mental health center or how does that, how does that work? How's that? Let's say that my daughter, I have begin to have concerns and she's in uh, third grade and how, how would that process work? Like what's a step-by-step for getting that moving forward? Well, there's two things you can do. If you want to use the Connect program, that's what we call our program at school, you can um, talk to your school social worker, and they have a form that they fill out. It's really simple, and that form is passed on to us, and then we'll work with the parent um, to um, provide services um, at the school or through the school. Um, If you prefer to not have school involvement, that's fine, too, Um, and you can just call the mental health center, our intake, and um, our intake person will make an appointment for you to come in or chat with you about what your questions might be even before you come in. Um, And so if you call uh, um, 952-445-7751 and ask for the mental health center. Perfect. Good. So what? how is that different for... Uh, what are you seeing in your adult clientele? Like, what are the what are the trends, and what are you seeing most of today with adults in Scott County and the mental health, uh, the status of mental health here? Well, we really well, we have um, a high increase in clients. We are um, we see more than four thousand clients a year um, currently, which has gone up substantially um, uh, over the thirty years that we've been here. Um, Population is growing as well, so that makes sense. We really see diagnoses across the board. So we see people who come in for um, anxiety, uh, depression, sometimes uh, folks in crisis with suicidal thoughts, and we can get them in right away. Um, They can either walk in or um, call, and we'll um, make sure that they're seen by a mental health professional. Uh, We also see a lot of people with trauma. And so we um, have a specialty in working with folks that have traumatic experiences. And we have worked with um, lots of agencies like the FBI and other agencies when kind of catastrophic events happen. Um, We'll send a team out to to work with the folks that are involved so that we can reduce the trauma right from the start. Um, So we really see things across the board. Sometimes it's family issues where families are adjusting to new things. Maybe there's been a death and they're feeling some um, complicated bereavement issues. We do couples therapy. Um, so it really, um, it's really kind of across the board. We, of course, work with clients who have serious and persistent mental illnesses like schizophrenia, and um, we work with a lot of clients with bipolar as well. So um, pretty much across the board. Okay, wonderful. So, yeah, it. so how does someone identify whether they need to personally get help on mental health issues like how how do you decide if uh you're just down one day or if you really do need to have uh professional help in figuring things out well i think it really um is up to the individual but typically if it just you know everybody feels down sometimes everybody feels anxious sometimes and anxiety is pretty it's actually helpful that's how we get things done make sure we study for tests and you know are prepared for things so you you know a little bit of anxiety or depression is um is typical but when it goes beyond um 
so, so for instance, if you lose a loved one, um, of course you're going to feel down and um, sad for a while. But if that continues and it just feels like you can't bounce back, um, that's when you want to come in. If it just seems like um, you could just use help talking to somebody and um, help help with kind of developing some strategies to kind of get you um, past the um, burden that you're currently feeling. That's when people typically come in. So are there, the Sky County Government Center is under a massive uh, expansion and, and renovation and big things are happening there as we speak. So is um, is there anything changing for the Scott County Mental Health Center? Are you going to have a different location or how does that work as that plan moves forward? Um, we we are we are we are very um, we feel very fortunate because we're going to be close. We we really like to be close because we work we're very much involved with many of the other um, systems. We we provide crisis um, services at the jail and ongoing groups. We provide a lot of assessment for many of the other units. Like I said before, um, adult mental health and uh, children's mental health and developmental disabilities as well as working with child protection and we do a lot of work with the courts so we were worried when there was going to be a change that the mental health center might move off site but we're not they were the um, architects have been excellent and we are going to be located on the the ground floor of the new building um, and so that will be excellent because it'll be very convenient for our clients to walk in and the mental health center be right by the door with parking right across the street currently as you said, it, it kind of looks like a mess around here, but for our clients, and we were worried that they were going to have a hard time accessing the mental health center, but for our clients, um, there's parking at the back of the building where the new entrance is, where the flagpoles are, and people can, it's actually closer. They can park right there and come in, and we're located, our clinic is located on the third floor of the um, government center, so um, they've made it, they've done a good job of um, making it work, even though it doesn't look as nice as it did before. One of the things I would like to stress, though, in, along with that, is that we are a um, HIPAA-compliant Rule 29 outpatient clinic. So even though we're associated with the county, everybody's uh, records and all of our communication is confidential. And sometimes um, people ask about that because they may have um, other things going on at the county. And I just want to stress that um, our clinic is uh, follows all of the HIPAA regulations, and we wouldn't be speaking with other um parts of the agency unless the client had given consent and signed a release. Wonderful. Good. That is perfect information to know. So, uh, Dr. Raditz, we are running up against the end of our time here today. Is there anything that I haven't asked about services that you provide that you'd like to talk about or any other uh, any other things you'd like to discuss today? Well, I guess I just uh, want to thank you again for the opportunity and to let people know that if you are a Scott County resident, um, you have access to the mental health center and all of our mental health services. So um, because the county um, is part of our mental health center, we can offer services to everyone either through your insurance or through um, MA, Medicare, or a sliding fee. And so I just want to stress to the folks that if you feel that you need or could use or would like mental health support, uh, we want you to certainly access it, and we're, we're there to provide that. Perfect. That is a really good service that you all are providing. So thank you again for being with us here today. And thank you to Scott County for providing such an incredible service that's different from many other areas across the state. This is real, uh, a very big advantage for our uh, Scott County and, and Shakopee residents here 
in our community. So thank you very much, Dr. Raditz, for being with us. I really appreciate your time. Well, thanks for having me. Thank you.